Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And we have a really special guest sitting in our couch today. She's sporting some red shoes and a headset. <laughs> and uh, we're going to do a unprofessional hour. I think that's what we uh, all I agreed so. on. We yeah. actually had no fucking plan. No. We, we just said, said Let's come just hang out. No plan is the best plan <laughs> yeah. sometimes. Right? Well, gen- the unprofessional hour grew out of a no plan. Actually. Yeah, it really did. Uh, hi, everyone. It's Amanda, registered massage therapist in Toronto. And as Mark said, we're doing an unprofessional hour, which feels to me we haven't done in a really long time. But I realize we did do one just at the end of last year. But since January went on for seven months, <laughs> it actually feels like it's been a really long time. Um, so this should be fun. And our guest today, we're going to call Fiona. Maybe it's her real name. Maybe it isn't. I'm not going to say. Dun, dun, dun. Thank you for coming in and having zero plan of what we're going to oh, do today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> All right. Well, Mark usually starts these off with some standard questions. Um, but before we do that, why don't you give a little bit of backstory? Like how long you've been a therapist? What kind of therapist you are? Uh Good question. Let's get to know you. I think I've been practicing since 2004, 2005. Um, mostly I do a lot of like sports therapy and then cupping now, uh, hot stone massage, a lot of pregnancy massage. Um, that's about it, I guess. What made you What made you want to do massage therapy? Uh, well, originally I wanted to be a cartoon animator. <laughs> It was amazing. <laughs> and my mom was like, why do you want to do that? You're not going to like find a job with that. So then. Wait, 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 wait. So you were, <laughs> were you really into like visual art and stuff? I was, I used to draw like flip cartoons in my mom's textbooks and she was not having it. So, <sighs> <laughs> so yeah, I was really into cartoons. And then... Cause I know a dude who went to Sheridan for animation. Yeah. No, I didn't go that. I wasn't that serious. Okay. He's serious. And yeah. he worked for Disney for a little bit and he worked for MTV for a I little wish. bit. I wish that would be my dream job. <laughs> So massage therapy, not the dream no, job. That would be my original dream job, but massage, I do love massage now. So so what got you into love and massage? Um, I think it was when I was like working out a lot, playing a lot of sports and always just being in pain. And then when I went for my very first massage, I was like, oh, I, I like this. I want to make people feel like this too. What what made you go to your first massage? Um, Probably an injury. <laughs> okay. Probably. How old were you when you started getting therapy? Um, maybe I was in university already. Okay, so you were like yeah. me, you were older. I yeah. was actually never exposed to massage therapy because it's so far from anything that my family would ever be into. Yeah. Like my mother still to this, I, I'm a massage therapist and she has never had a massage in her entire life. Like it's so far from <laughs> what they would do. So I, w- I was never exposed to it. Yeah. I didn't even know that it existed until I was probably in university. I didn't want to be a therapist for long. I, I've worked in a fucking clinic as a kin <laughs> with an RMT and I'm like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And uh, life turned a different way and we talk about that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so you got your first massage somewhere like in, in my, your 20s. Yeah, in my 20s. And do you then... remember, sorry, do you remember the massage therapist, like, since they took your massage therapy virginity, do you, yeah, do you, do you remember? Because it was actually a gift certificate at a spa. So I didn't even want it. Somebody gave it to me and I was like, well, okay, I'll, I'll try. And then it was actually really terrible because it was so just very gentle. It was like a a very expensive back rub and yeah. like yeah, with the essential oils and all like it was just so I came out all greasy and stinky and not very <laughs> relaxed. So 
that was my first experience and never again. And I didn't go for a while after that. So yeah. So it wasn't necessarily then the first experience that got you into it. It was yeah. subsequent visits. Yeah, okay. true. So yes. I think what Mark wanted to know was, is there a particular therapist that you can remember that you were like, this is cool? Like you liked what they did. I, you don't have to use their name if you uh, don't want it. I, I would probably have to say when I was in school, when I was back in school and actually learning all the techniques and everything. So probably one of my partners that I worked with and because they went really deep and I was like, this is what I need. So it's probably one of the my other classmates, my colleagues. Yeah. Cool. How was school for you? Did you like it? It was good. It was intense. It was a like a direct entry one year program. So it was very like compact and compressed because I literally went right after university. So okay. I didn't really have a break. And so I liked it. I enjoyed it. But yeah, it was tough. <laughs> what did you study in university? Uh, health sciences. Okay. So same idea. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where'd you go to school? Brock. Right on. I remember partying at Brock. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't go to Brock, but I had two very good friends that went to Brock, and I remember going to visit them and going out partying in St. Catharines. Oh, I was just, I don't even know where Brock is. St. Yeah, Catharines. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Western, so I liked. I liked the party aspect yeah, of university. Yeah, party school. Yeah. What do I know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So massage therapy, one year right after university. And then what was your first job? Like, were you, did you go right into doing like sports type stuff? Or were you like the therapist who tried out a whole bunch of different types of clinics first? Uh I was, so I was personal training first. And then, so I was trying to personal train and do massage at the same time. And I realized that I didn't want to do the personal training because everyone was just such whiners. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they would be like, why am I not seeing results? I come to you once a week. But like, at least with massage, people were like, <laughs> people were like, oh, I'm so grateful to see you. Like, you know, so I, I found when I was first starting off, I was doing more like kind of hot stone massage, uh, reflexology, like Reiki, like those kind of massages why are you smiling when you say that? <laughs> because that's so far from what she yeah, does now yeah. <laughs> so you don't you don't dabble with people's feet and stones no i love them. reflexology i do i love the reflexology but reiki it's a little bit sometimes it's a hard sell it's kind of fluffy to some people yeah it depends on the person and nobody's going to get benefits from something they think is nonsense anyway yeah, exactly. like i have clients who are like because i do reflexology as well yeah. and there's some that are totally into it and they get off the table and immediately think i've like healed their entire body yeah. and there's some who are like i like what was that yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did you just do to my feet <laughs> so you're into reiki and stuff or i i do it once in a while but it's it, it depends like on the person tell our audience what reiki's all about well reiki is like more like energy healing um not touching the body at all so just i guess balancing your chakras and stuff like that <laughs> we're both just nodding yeah. like yeah 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 that's all I could think of basically what it is. All right. So wait, in your mind, Reiki works? For some people. I find it does. Yeah. What do you say to all of the uh, the hardcore science people like that says, this is bullshit? <laughs> uh, you just have to give it a, like, a try. Like, you know, you can't put anything out unless you try it first because I've had a lot of people who are like, ah, I don't think so. This is work. And then I would try that on them. They're like, whoa, that actually, that actually works. So... I think you can't try and you have to try something first before you put it down. Yeah, the problem with people who are so, so focused on research is there's certain things that I think people don't know how to research or they don't care to research mm -hmm. because to put time and effort into something like Reiki, 
for example, I feel like who, who wants to do that yeah. research? Like, yeah. I'm not saying that in a negative way because I actually do believe in energy mm-hmm. healing and like I'm I'm all for it. But uh, yeah, I can feel like that people wouldn't even want to put the time and effort into doing research. So you can say there's no research behind it, but but that's exactly it. There's no research behind it. Doesn't mean that it, it's it doesn't work. Can we also just say sometimes shit just can't be explained? Yeah, and yeah, just leave yeah. It, and just exactly. leave it fucking. Yeah, exactly. At that. Everybody yeah. wants an explanation for something. I'm like, I don't know. It just it's just it just works. works. Yeah, like just do it. <laughs> it's so funny. I have a friend who I've always said to her, I feel like she's like the most in tune with her body. Yet she's like the least likely person to be very in tune with her body. Like she doesn't really work out. She doesn't even attempt to eat healthy. Like she just, she just is, but she knows her body so well that she knows like when she eats too much, she sneezes like things like that. And I'm like, how did you even like put those two things together? I'm trying to picture her at like a buffet. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So there's certain things that she's told like that. Like when I eat too much, I sneeze. I'm like, Okay. Um, if she has caffeine at a certain time of day, then she knows like what time she'll fall asleep. Like that's what I mean by she's like very in tune with like the way her body works. And every time she tells me something like that, I look at her like, are you out of your fucking mind? But whether I can explain it or not, whether it makes sense why she sneezes, she does. Yeah. Like it just happens. She eats too much and (laughs) she sneezes. I know when I eat too much, I just feel full. (laughs) I just feel tired. I just want to lay down. (laughs) I need a nap. (laughs) But definitely, I don't. I don't think I've sneezed from being too full. But yeah, it it could happen, right? (laughs) Like I said, I don't know if it's real or imagined. But either way, when I go out to dinner with her, and I mean, when her and I go out to eat, we eat. Like we order like all the apps and just share them. (laughs) And she's like a hundred pounds. You should see this girl eat. Sorry, exactly. Once she starts sneezing, I'm like, She's all right, like, I'm you're done. Dead. <laughs> I'm, I'm, it's all you, girl. <laughs> so off topic. I, yeah, sorry, I interrupted that. You were going to tell us about your first, uh, your first couple jobs, what you were doing as a therapist. I think that's where we were before I chimed uh, in with my nonsense. <laughs> uh, my first couple jobs, I think, when I first, because I came here, started working in Markham, and I had like three different jobs, like mostly in clinics, like. Uh, rehab clinics or like working with like physio or chiro mm-hmm. and it was a lot because i literally would go from one job to the other job and working seven days a week so Whoa, nice yeah money 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 yeah. <laughs> i think that's what we all do I, yeah. I shouldn't generalize but i feel like most therapists i know it's like you get out of school and you start doing the math and you're like more clients more yeah. money, money i can hungry. do it what's wrong with that nothing there's nothing that. that's yeah. exactly what I, when i got out of school i was what 20 26 27 i don't even remember now but I worked and I worked a lot. I worked as much as I could because I wanted to make money. Yeah. And now I'm happy to just work three days a week. Right? (laughs) I get past five days a week. I'm like, you know what? No, I'm good. (laughs) Yeah. I treated like six clients today and I'm like, oh, that was a lot. (laughs) Meanwhile, like eight years ago, I was like, only six. You're like, what? Six? I can get in four more. Let's go. (laughs) 24 hours isn't over yet. (laughs) So true. That's so true. So I guess that's not what your practice is like now. No, no. Tell us what your practice is I, like well, now. Well, because I do focus a little bit more deeper work on like a lot more athletes. So my hours aren't as long. And mm-hmm. I, I do have, because right now my hours are reduced because I'm training for a fight. So, oh, yeah? Yeah. So What kind of fight? Boxing. What kind of fight? You're a boxer. Yeah. So Why I, didn't I know this? Or did I know this? This is new. This is, oh, okay. <laughs> it's like a bucket list for myself. So it's like normally what my work 
day it would be like, but now I'm finishing early so I can train. So What makes you want to do boxing? Just, like, where did that come from? I, I've been doing it on and off for years, but it just, the timing was right. There happened to be a fight that is six days before my 40th birthday. So that's why I'm doing it. It's a birthday bucket list beatdown. That's cool. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> my birthday's in just a few days. And the only thing I'm thinking about is my parents are taking the kids and I can sleep in the next day. <laughs> Like, I know this that's my bucket list. This one's ready to go fight. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to fight. I don't know why. I, I do dumb shit sometimes. <laughs> no, I think it's really cool. Like I've had this conversation with people a lot lately. I don't know. Maybe it's like I'm getting to that point of feeling like oh, I'm getting up there. I need to like do something. And it's I don't know that I have a hobby that I'm like so like on fire, <laughs> passionate about. Yeah. And when I meet somebody who does something like, you know, like you, with your cartoon thing, I'm like, yeah, I used to draw. I don't anymore. Or like the boxing. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I used to work out really hardcore. Yeah, I don't anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think it's really cool when you just like find something that you really like doing. You're like, I'm just going to do this and I'm yeah. going to do it really well. That's how I f I've said this on a million podcasts. That's how I feel about like Mark with his drumming. I'm like, it's so fucking cool that you just taught yourself <laughs> to drum like that. It's awesome to me because I don't think I've ever taught myself anything. To I was that just extent. about to say, I don't think I have any of those things. <laughs> what are you talking about? Your motorcycle building, your drumming, your uh, like your music in general. This is shit that I'm like, okay, okay, I don't okay. know how to do any of that. I forgot all about that stuff. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> forgot all about that. I guess I can't forget because there's constant drumming going on as I'm trying to work. <laughs> And here in the office? Like everywhere. Yeah. Wherever Mark is, he drums. Yeah. Because there's always music in my head. Always. You, oh. It doesn't good. go away. Do you yeah. wake up with music? Most of the time I go to sleep with music. That's one thing that actually, if I can't sleep, I throw in headphones and I just shuffle a playlist. And then No, I, but I mean, I'm do you wake up with a song in your head? Uh, Not necessarily a song in my head, like just a drums. song, but there's <laughs> there's always there's always some sort of musical rhythm or something. Like, you sing it's, a lot. You dance a lot. I don't even know if you notice sometimes when you're just like humming to you yourself. An album. To <laughs> a massage therapy <laughs> album. It might, it might be too hardcore. <laughs> Can you really? No, not really. Oh. I, have a, I have a baby one, but I'm sure I could learn it. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't play five strings on a banjo, right? Four. Four? Four. Hmm. I couldn't do that. Can you play guitar? I can play guitar. I can well, play bass, same. but yeah. Same idea. I don't know. Why. I think you could do it. I don't know. I think it's a little too like a <laughs> straw hanging out of my mouth and cowboy boots and, and the I flannel know. shirt <laughs> yeah, i can do the flannel shirt i was gonna say i, I like Canadian flannel <laughs> <laughs> no the only thing I'd, the only thing i think that i've ever taught myself how to do is cook well that's well, it that's essential to live like, <laughs> absolutely I not think it's I absolutely think not you just <laughs> you just take a carrot out of your fridge and eat it raw there's no reason i need to know how to cook <laughs> I have no idea how to cook. None. Not even eggs. No. Well, I can, that's that's not to me. That's not cooking. That's that's cracking an egg and throwing it on some heat. Well, like, no, because if it's scrambled or sunny side, that's like still cooking it. Yeah, I see. Then I can't cook. <laughs> <laughs> I could scramble the shit out of an egg, but anything else, it's not gonna happen. Right? I can't cook, but I survived off not being able to cook. So you don't have to know how to cook. No. Well, right? thanks for minimizing the only thing I've ever taught myself how to do. <laughs> I'm not mini Bravo, Mark. <laughs> I'm actually amazed by it that you can sit in the kitchen and decide I'm going to sprinkle this on this and it's going to taste like this. Like I can't. Yeah, like, I that's know. exactly. That's the I only thing that. I know how to do. Right? I would have end. no fucking clue if it doesn't come in a box with instructions. Forget it. <laughs> right? But I'm I, I can I can boil and reheat. 
like a motherfucker. Like that's my jam right there. <laughs> microwave or in the oven reheat? Um, microwave. Oh, <laughs> not, not even the oven. I'm just gonna put a cover on it. <laughs> Press some fucking buttons, <laughs> and the center is gonna be cold, uh, and the outside's gonna be hot. Yeah. And I don't. Outside's burning. You're like, oh, that is strictly because of your no patience. <laughs> like he'll put something in the microwave, and you know, thirty seconds later, he's like, well, I'm hungry now. I'm like, there's no way that's done. <laughs> I do that. <laughs> I'm because when you're hungry, it's like the, that. Thirty seconds feels like two hours. Oh, I get oh, it. I get angry. <laughs> The worst is when you're fucking stoned out of your tree because you're just stoned, you're hungry, and then you don't realize how much shit you can do in a minute. Like in everyday life, when you're not stoned, the minute just feels like a normal minute. When you're stoned and you put it's one zero zero press start, I'm like, I went to the bathroom, I did this, I changed my clothes, outfits twice, I came back, <laughs> and I still have 20 seconds left. It's like you don't realize until you... Uh, <laughs> and, Slows down time. For all of our yeah. American friends, by the way, it's okay, it's legal. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. It's Irie. It's okay. <laughs> anyway, back to Fiona. Yeah, sorry, sorry. So, since we were talking about music, what uh, what's your favorite type of music to uh, do your job to? <laughs> what I'd like to, or what plays in the clinic? <laughs> uh, do you do you have control of your own music, or does the clinic it's, just we, do it? We usually just play like this MP3. But like when I have the clinic to myself, I play a little bit of Spotify and okay. some. I, there's one list there like some meditation or massage music it's pretty good yeah but usually like a little bit of vocals in there like you know yeah i was gonna say considering you're doing like the deep work the sports yeah. therapy like do you stick with the relaxation music or are you okay with well just... i just keep it the same like, yeah it just i don't really notice it anymore like you know mm -hmm. it's, sometimes it just kind of blends into the background unless someone's like there's a lot of birds in that song <laughs> <laughs> like, oh sorry it's, like is it offending you like would you like me to change it like, so you don't like birds <laughs> so some people don't like birds i guess i mean i'm terrified of birds so i get it it's like my biggest fear seriously well after, <laughs> i run for cover when there's birds after that movie alfred hitchcock movie i would not want to be around any kind of birds. i cannot watch a scary movie with birds don't ever make me i can't do it <laughs> i think i've only seen like three alfred hitchcock movies in my life and that wasn't one of them. No. No. Yeah, it's a classic. I think you have to watch it, but don't watch it. <laughs> you watch it, but don't watch it. Yeah, I don't watch you know. it. Yeah. Do your clients talk to you while you're treating? Like, do you, is there conversation or is it pretty silent? Sometimes. Sometimes there are some patients, they just, as soon as the, the as soon as the, like the tablecloth comes, tablecloth, whatever, <laughs> comes up. Well, if you're like, using a tablecloth. You know what I mean? The <laughs> so it is the unprofessional hour. She's treating people on like a restaurant table. <laughs> <laughs> when that like as soon as that comes on drape, they are just like da, 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 da. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'm that's nice, but I'm just listening. When they're like, then what do you think? I think whatever you think. <laughs> What's the weirdest shit someone's ever talked about? Uh, well, when I when I first kind of started working, I had this one guy say he's like, oh, don't tell my wife that I'm getting massaged because my girlfriend is coming in later. And I was like, what? <laughs> what do you, what, what do you mean? He's like, oh, let just don't tell my wife I was having massage because she'll get upset because my girlfriend is the massage therapist. And I was like, 
Uh, I don't even want to know. I was like, you should have just kept that a, a secret. Yeah, like, like we, I would have never told your wife you were here. Yeah, you I didn't like, say anything. I don't even know who your wife is. But like now that now I'm going to go look in the file to see who she is. <laughs> and that was like your first that time? That was kind of one of my first times practicing. Was that yeah. your first time treating that person too? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what an opener, eh? Yeah. <laughs> don't tell my wife. Wow. All right. Yeah, so I've had, I've had some weird you know conversations i had some weird people weirder than that because that was pretty fucking weird i had one guy uh come in like yeah he wanted a really late appointment and i was like well this is the latest i can't go any later than that what's what's really late well like like seven to eight would be the latest and he was like wanted nine o'clock nine thirty i was like no like that's too late for me like i don't work that late and then he was like well uh do you think you could just work on my glutes for an hour and i'm like well, don't you want to work like, you know, your hamstrings or your lower back? Like what's going on? And he's like, oh, like I cycle a lot. Anyways, like I'm <laughs> draping his like wearing hot pink, like sparkly thongs. I tried so hard not to bust out laughing. And I was just like, oh my Lord, this is the kind of massage <laughs> I'm doing right now. Wait, I, maybe, <laughs> maybe I missed something when I was taking my sweater off. <laughs> Can you just back this up just a just a touch? Just like hit the rewind just a little bit. Oh, wait, okay. Where 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 did you hear? <laughs> Dude, late appointment, hot pink. Yeah, so he, he was wearing gotcha. a he hot, wearing pink, hot sparkly pink sparkly thong. thong. So I was like draping his leg and I was like because high drape, like he wanted his glutes. So I was like, oh okay. So all right. And so just tried to keep it professional <laughs> was he like totally normal and professional was, this whole time he, he was totally normal but then when he was on the table he was just a little bit weird so weird how tell just me how just because tell of how. The, the, the pink sparkly <laughs> where do dudes buy that i don't know where women buy that from... so is he wearing is he wearing women's undergarments is that what that was i don't was? think they were women's i think in 2019 there's like not even a such thing anymore like honestly i feel like men can get away with wearing <laughs> Like <laughs> men can get away with wearing things that would have been traditionally like women's clothing and vice versa. Like I'm just people saying, don't even think I it's go, weird. If I go to like the a department store looking for underwear in the men's section, I'm probably not going to find no, it. Well, you probably have to like go to like so, a sex store or like. Well, that's that's what I mean. Is like if he's the type of guy that likes to wear like sparkly, kinky kind of underwear. Um, to his massage, <laughs> he's probably not going yeah, to the but bay. Why would you wear that to your massage? Maybe versus... he was going out after, or maybe that was a fetish thing. Like maybe I'm going to wear my pink after. sparkly thong and have this girl rub my ass <laughs> like, for oh, an hour. It's like, oh, I'm. He's like, I'm a serious cyclist, and I was like, okay, like cool, that's fine. But then I was like, what? Who? <laughs> what is that? Like I've, I've never seen underwear like that. But yeah, I don't even think I own anything pink and sparkly. sparkly. Like, that would not be comfortable. First of all, as a thong. Like not at all. So yeah, like, no. For a male, I don't know. Like, are we talking like like rhinestones and crystals sparkly? Like you, know, <laughs> like you know, if you have those like figure skating outfits and they have a little uh, like that kind of sparkly kind of. That's hardcore. That's right. serious. That is that's hardcore. Scratchy. <laughs> I feel like that was almost a special order underwear. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and yeah. Amazon Prime. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> I want it delivered by tonight. <laughs> I'm going for my massage. I need my sparkly thong. Make sure it's pink and purple. Unbelievable. I don't know if anyone can top that. We almost have to shut off this recording. Like, <laughs> Sorry. You can't get better than that. 
Sorry. Or maybe she can. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Oh, wow. All right. So weird conversations. Have you ever had any like very strange requests? Like that was obviously a strange request, mostly because of what he was wearing. But any. Do you think he did that though? It's just like for you to like make comments and see. Like, wait, was was this him showing off his? I, I his feel underwear? like so. I feel like it was. I feel yeah. like it has to be. Yeah. Like well, okay. So was he a guy that otherwise? wore traditionally male clothes or was he a guy that would come in with like eyeliner and lipstick no, and had, nails done and suit on. okay suit so on. if this is a guy in a suit who looks like a man in a suit and he's wearing a pink sparkly thong that was for her maybe it was like <laughs> wasn't this a, wasn't this an episode on friends was this on Friends where they were, where, where Joey was, was it Joey? Was he wore women's, well, it's, uh, but see, that was a kinky thing. It was uh, Phoebe's boyfriend would wear her underwear as like a kinky game they would play. And Joey thought it was weird. And Phoebe's like, well, maybe you're just not as much of a man as he is. You're not comfortable with your masculinity. So he wore the frilly, lacy red thong. This is why people should not fucking watch sitcoms. <laughs> Because they get ideas. Exactly. They're like, oh, maybe I should wear it too. <laughs> people Sorry, have, I people have interesting preferences and interesting fetishes, and we may not understand them all, but something, maybe he just, yeah, you get something out of wearing that pink sparkly thong. Yeah. I'm or, not going to try Or I'm not gonna try. somebody <laughs> dared him to do it. I, the other well, is option is, say. yeah, did somebody say, like, I dare you to wear this, like, mermaid thong? To your massage and see if the therapist because does this did happen to me and I did take up a, a dare on it. Was it a dare? I don't know. Or was <laughs> you it just my me? Own dare? When did you wear a pink sparkly thong? Like what? <laughs> it wasn't. We, pink what are we talking it about? It was pink, mermaid. <laughs> it wasn't pink and sparkly, but I don't remember the full scenario. And you probably know the story because it's probably you're fucking yours. Why are you wearing my underwear? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to cut this out. Right? No, please keep it in. I don't even know what you're talking about right now, which is amazing. Many, too many drunken nights. I think this. Is. I do. No, okay. Unless this is what you're talking about, I do remember one night. Uh, we don't have to tell you, the story. No, I'm telling. Oh, I remember that. Oh, fine. I'm telling the story. I do oh. remember one night after drinking. Um, I think I said something about how my my clothes, my skinny jeans, would look better on you. You ever have those? Uh, I mean, you're pretty fit but I remember one time trying to get dressed to go out for a bar and I had to do like the lunging to get my, oh, my super tight oh, pants zipped up yeah and so <laughs> it's like it's hot so they're right tight. right <laughs> so I'm doing this and Mark made a comment like why do chicks do that like why do you wear your pants and I'm like listen if any man is going to complain about my pants being too tight <laughs> like I don't think so so anyway after the drinking, I uh, said, I think they'd look better on you because you got nice legs. And so it turned into a whole hilarious episode <laughs> of put Mark on? putting on women's clothes. <laughs> we, we actually had a friend who, who left. Her, did she leave her camera or her phone? She left her phone. <laughs> she left her phone at, at, at our place. And she, she was just going through a rough time. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to make her smile. <laughs> I put smile. on one of my sundresses. I I full on got dressed. One up of my sundresses, like really gaudy. Put a wig on as well too. Oh no! But I, I put on so. really gaudy sunglasses, mm -hmm. like the most gaudy ones I had. Do you still a have a boa. <laughs> she does. She, she has it. it. It was her phone. We left it yeah. on her phone. So we yeah. He, he put on like you know those really really big obnoxious sun hats. Like I had one. Like oh, it was like, like white and Kentucky Derby Derby Derby. So I had this. Yeah, you don't play a banjo. You fucking liar. 
Yeah, he had on the big sun hat, the gaudy sunglasses, a boa, and one of my sundresses. And we did a whole photo shoot and sent, or on her phone, so that when she came and picked up her phone, she'd find all these pictures of Mark and a dress. So you know what? Maybe I would order from Amazon Prime. (laughs) Maybe it was maybe it was fun, or maybe that's just his preference. I like to wear pink sparkly thongs under my suit. (laughs) To each their own. Maybe it made him feel pretty. So maybe. And sometimes I I do just want to feel pretty. Right. But Amanda was asking you about any uh, weird requests. Yeah. Again, before the reason. Yeah, the reason I ask that is we've had people on here, and I just. I don't know why I still get surprised. Like people tell us the things their clients have asked for. And I'm like, what? Like, why would somebody even think to ask you that? I get surprised by it because I've ne- I never get requests like that. Oh. Have you ever had anything really weird? Not really weird. I just get like some people asking for like, like certain essential oils. And I'm like, no, I don't use them because I'm going to start sneezing. They're like, well, can you just, I have this peppermint foot cream. So they're like, well, can you just put that on a Kleenex and so they can breathe it underneath on the, on the stool? And I'm like, okay, <laughs> sure, if that works. But yeah, nothing really too, too crazy over the top. That's good to know. Because I was starting to think that everyone had fucking yeah. weird shit happen. And I'm like, oh, why am I left out of this? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? You've had some weird stuff. Not quite. Have you had any, like it... And every unprofessional hour, this has to be brought up. Anything like inappropriate? Any like men or women who have been like inappropriate with you? Uh, yeah, yeah. I've had some. Like, I've had a this one patient. I remember I was working on his back, and he like reached his hands forward while I was standing in front. Like, grabbed my legs, and he's like, "Oh, sorry, I didn't know you were standing there. I was just stretching." And I was like, "Okay, right. I'm just gonna go." tuck your hands inside the blankets so you can just stay here and then i've i've had like <laughs> like people fart like you know like yeah. it happens but like they're like oh sorry <laughs> i didn't i didn't know meanwhile my head is right by your butt but thank you for letting me know after <laughs> while you relieved yourself yeah but. that's that's the worst i don't like getting farted on yeah. i mean i don't think anyone does <laughs> yeah or maybe they do <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? You know, that could be somebody else. <laughs> Nothing else's. surprises me anymore. Nothing. Maybe. Yeah, you know what? Because Mark always brings this up. Like, he says, the worst thing is when somebody farts and they don't acknowledge it. And I'm like, well, they would be embarrassed. But yeah, like, if you know it's coming. I would rather. If you know it's coming, maybe, yeah, warning the therapist like, so that her face isn't near your ass. Pretending that you're sleeping. Like, give me a break. All of a sudden, now you start snoring after you farted. And it's like, it's like a, you are a liar. You are not sleeping. Sleeping, you farted and you're trying to pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> like that is the worst. <laughs> just like, own it. Just own your. Just fart. own it. I would be like, oh my god, sorry, that slipped out. <laughs> there's you got only me so relaxed. <laughs> yeah, there's only two clients I've ever had who have owned it. They were both like, they were both older women. Yeah, and it was exactly that. Like they farted. They're like, oh, oh, so sorry, dear. That just <laughs> slipped out. I was really relaxed. I'm like, Cool, cool. I feel like older women are the only ones that own it, unless you're a it's bunch true. of dudes that are hanging out with a bunch of other dudes. <clears throat> other, than, yeah. other than that, yeah, I, I think I it's would only agree. old. Because this it's is always- not related to massage, but this just made me think of something so random. And I, I remember when this happened, both you and I were like, 
what the fuck? One of our really good friends was on a first date. Oh, God. And <laughs> you know what I'm about to say. So one of our really good friends is on a first date with a guy she met on, I, it, this was like a long time ago, so I don't know if it was Tinder or whatever, like the dating yeah. sites were at that time. So she met a guy online on a first date and just happened to end up at the same restaurant where we were or bar <laughs> where we were. Yeah. So anyway, I think she did it on purpose because him and I didn't venture out very often. We had our usual spots. Yeah. So I think she purposely kind of like ended up at this place on just a first date. It went bad. And so we see them <laughs> and she and she was like, oh, like come sit with us, yeah. you know, like help So me it out. was very intentional, right? So we went and sat with them. Anyway, at some point, she excused herself to go to the washroom, but she gave me the like friend eyes, like, like you're come coming with me. with me. Like she didn't say anything. It was just like, like, okay, Wait, so I'm going to the washroom too. Before you continue on your story, do you remember going to the washroom with her and what you guys talk about? I really don't. I don't remember our conversation <laughs> in there. So, which means it probably wasn't very significant. Like there was probably some like, so how's it going? What do you think? Oh, I don't know. But, you know, yeah. that kind of nonsense. <laughs> Why do you sound like <laughs> Butters from <laughs> South Park? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's kind of cool. <laughs> that, that's how chicks I'm, talk in the bathroom. I'm crying. Oh <laughs> Suddenly, you guys turn into South Park. I know uh, exactly who that character is. <laughs> anyway, so her and I go off to the bathroom and we leave um, Mark with her date. So we oh, come back man. to the table. The four of us end up having like a pretty fun night and yeah. it's fine. So fun. at the end of the night, um, he walks her home. And at the time, we all lived in the same general vicinity. So we all kind of walked together. And then he leaves. So now it's just me, my friend, and Mark. And the guy is gone. <laughs> and Mark was like, I got to tell you guys something. <laughs> so apparently, the minute that her and I got up and left the as table, this as guy let out the loudest, most yeah. disgusting fart. And he looks at Mark and he's like, oh, I've been waiting for them to leave. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god! And Mark was like, "What the fuck? Like, why is that socially acceptable? I just met you, and you're like oh farting yeah. at our table." Yeah. <laughs> See, it's different for guys. I guess they feel more comfortable with other guys. But yeah, there's no way in hell that, like, if I was just sitting with some girl I just met, I'd be like, "Excuse me, I just have to fart." No, just are you sure? Yes, I think I would. Just, I'm sure. I would just get up and walk away. Just leave. Like, I'd yeah. be like, I think I need to call. Are you sure? I don't know. Maybe Harold and Kuma ruined it for me and girls because <laughs> oh, battleship. <laughs> yes, because ever since that scene, I'm like, chicks are disgusting. <laughs> Unfucking believable. Okay, but those two were, weren't they like twins or something? Like, know. yeah, they were twins. What, just that's because a they, were, they had it, British accents? Your twins? twins. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Or the <laughs> fact that they fancier. actually were identical. Um, no, okay, your sister, it's different. Like, I probably wouldn't think twice if it was my sister. This guy met you 10 minutes earlier. Yeah, that was a And then the minute we walked away, he just farted in but your direction. But did have a date again after? I don't know. So, she's is this the guy that rode the scooter that thought that <laughs> yes. called it a motorcycle. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> like, they did. Big fucking difference they there, did go like, on one date after that. Um, I mean, she was not that into him anyway, so it was fine. Well, maybe but he farted. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe because he walked he, into <laughs> it on the way back. He's like, "What is that smell?" Maybe it was the scooter. Who knows? <laughs> Aww. Oh, if you're listening, dude, you were you were fun until you farted. <laughs> But it could have been funnier if he, like, you know, farted with everybody there. It's like, oh, my nerves. <laughs> Maybe. I wish I remember what my response was. <laughs> you were probably like, oh, uh, oh. 
Okay. I feel like I feel like you probably wouldn't have said anything. You probably just let it go and then waited for us to come back. So I would have died laughing. Like <laughs> I would have been in tears laughing. Yeah, like who does that? And like we were sitting on a patio. It was a, crowded it was a patio. summer night. It was a crowded oh pat. It was a crowded patio, and we were at a table that was like you know, not even a foot away from the next table. Just let it rip. I kind of do wish I was there. Yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. Anyway, sorry. So not on topic of massage, but about people owning farts. Because you said just old ladies. No, man, this guy owned his fart like nobody's business. He was totally cool with farting in front of you. That's true. Good point. Good point. But yeah, I think it is different. It's it's different when it's a guy. Like it's kind of like people expect dudes to be kind of gross. Like if a (laughs) no seriously, if a guy burps like just in the middle of like a room, you might be a little bit disgusted, but like not like what is wrong with you? If like a woman burps in the middle of like a crowded room people would be like what the fuck <laughs> unless it was a good burp like if it was a good one with like depth like you know you'd be like good one girl but if it was just like eh, like you know <laughs> that's you're like that's keep that in yeah don't be rude <laughs> why is there such shame with it <laughs> with farts or burps both I know it's so weird because so we, I got, I got little kids and like every once in a while I get this whiff and I'm like, did you fucking fart? I don't say it like that. And then, <laughs> I she, hope not. and then she's like, no, but I know she did. I'm like, don't lie about it. Just like, why do you feel shame? You're fucking four. You're I supposed think it's to be just a little I don't fart. Know. Burps and farts are hilarious. I think so. I think if you can't laugh yeah. at fucking burps and farts, like if pe- something is wrong if with people you. People are farting next to me in the stalls. I am losing it. <laughs> I am in, like, I am crying. And like, like, just especially if there are like percussions going on. <laughs> I am like, <laughs> like covering my face. Like, just try. It. Yeah, you know what? You know what I like <laughs> when you go into a public bathroom and there's somebody in the stall and you clearly know that they're waiting for you to leave so they can continue <laughs> farting because they're not doing it like you don't hear anything but those feet are there forever <laughs> what has this become it's the waiting game <laughs> it's it's the end of a long day i'm delusional oh, okay it's only still it's only tuesday it's what? only tuesday, oh tuesday. <laughs> i'm in trouble Anyway, okay, so f- farts, sure. Let's move on from farts. Yeah, sure. No problem. <laughs> have you, what's like, have you ever had like a seriously irate client that's just like, you know how you said in the beginning, you didn't want to do training anymore because you had these whiny people. Uh, yeah. And then you go into massage where people are grateful. Have you ever just had like a crazy client? Like, most of them are all crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no but like too extreme yeah there's some that are very intense like they just like they're they've come in high strung off of work and they're like i need to relax i need you i need you to get me like to feel good i'm like okay let's turn it down a notch like you like i haven't done anything yet you know but yeah some people are just they're already yelling at me before i've even started and they're yelling at me after and i'm like maybe you need a nice bath <laughs> maybe a glass of wine like you know but yeah there's the few odd person that's like that but for the most part they're all pretty good they've been with me for long enough now that they know better <laughs> so is your clientele just kind of like the same recycled people over and over or um i love most of them yeah i do have the few odd new patient but yeah. it's a lot of the same people i've been treating for 
years. Gotcha, now. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Does your game plan change? Like, does your approach change because you've had these people for a long time versus, you know, the first time you're seeing someone new? Or is it just, you're just you right across the board? I think I'm the same. Yeah, I think I'm the same. Do you feel you've changed a lot from when you first started to now? Like, I've never asked this question before, but I've been thinking about it a lot recently. I feel like I'm such a different therapist now than I was like even five years ago. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I think I was trying to do like take every course, learn everything, do this, do that. Now it's just like, no, I have, I know what kind of clients I want to treat. I know what kind of massage I want to treat. So Mm -hmm. yeah, definitely. Before it was like, I want to work a million jobs. I'm going to work how many places. I'm going to treat all patients. Now it's like. I think you have to do that a little bit in the beginning to figure out what you want to do. Like you have to try out different work environments and see like what makes Mm -hmm. sense for you. Or you might know, I guess, as soon as you leave school. But I think I had an idea of what type of therapist I wanted to be. And I'm Mm -hmm. I'm similar in. So we've talked about this before. My treatment approach is more on everyday life and function. Like mm-hmm. I look at somebody and yeah. I ask them so many questions about like, you know, what they are doing every day. So I want to know, like, do you sit most of your day? Do you drive a lot? Do you have they kids? Have when you go yeah. home, what do you do? Uh, how often are you exercising? What type of exercise? Like I really try to get a really good picture of like their everyday life and try to figure out like, okay, where can we just improve all of that? Like, where mm-hmm. can you feel better? Yeah. So I ask a lot about sleeping do you have trouble falling asleep? Do you wake up frequently? Like I'm kind of really annoying actually in the beginning. I asked 7,000 yeah, questions. You have to. I feel like you have to. But my approach from the beginning, I was always like, I want to be the person who tries to make you function like the most optimally with whatever you're doing. So even if you're just coming to me like for relaxation, well, why do you need relaxation? Where's the stress? Like mm-hmm. those are, that's the kind of thing. And so I think I'm still like that. But the way that I treat actual conditions and the way I treat people has changed so much. Like mm-hmm. you, like I don't try to use like every single technique. Yeah. Like I yep. kind of figured out like these are the things that work really well. And this is this yeah. is what – the other thing too is I started out with being very much like obsessed with – exercise because I Mm -hmm. like you both I started out working in fitness I was a trainer so I was obsessed with exercise and I would give my clients like all of these like exercises and this is going to help and this and I would even like print out pictures like follow this and do this and then I realized nobody fucking listens to you nobody listens to you nobody does their homework so I'm like why am I putting so much effort into the Remex Mm -hmm. when they're not doing it exactly so I still give them Remex but I deliver it differently Mm -hmm. than I did seven years ago I find when you like demonstrate it to them what and be like okay this is what you do this mm-hmm. is how, like do it before they leave then they can see what it feels like but if you're just like here's a photocopy of the yeah. paper of the exercises go home and figure it out well I even even when I would because even when I'd give them papers like I always demonstrate it I'd always do it with them but it's just people they walk out the door with all the good they intentions forget. and then they don't do it yeah. even if they didn't forget how to do it they just you know oh i got busy or i'll have yeah. people who say like oh i did those stretches you gave me they i felt really good after i'm like yeah how yeah, often you be doing them i did them once yeah like, oh. i did it after the massage <laughs> cool cool mm. i saw you 3 weeks ago cool, yeah. cool. So you've done nothing in 3 weeks yeah. cool yeah so yeah anyway that I'd, i've just been thinking about that a lot recently how different i approach people now yeah than I Definitely did in the like beginning. when I'm tr- like treating someone too. Like if I find someone that I've been treating them for a long time and I was like, I'll suggest to them, well, 
how do you feel if we tried cupping today? And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, like, you know, I try different things that they could do. And then they're like, oh, yeah, I'm open to it. I'm open to it. I'm like, okay, good, because my elbows are tired. <laughs> and so, like, I like to just get it done, <laughs> like, you know. So. so your 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 overall philosophy and approach has changed dramatically. Not dramatically, I think it's. So tell, give us an idea of like what it was when you were, you know, working those three jobs. You know, seeing as many people you can in a day, and to how it gets you to where you are now. I think I was just kind of all over the place. Like I didn't really have any structure. I was just wanting to treat patients. Now it's like I want to treat patients who want to be treated or have like issues to work on. How did you get to that point? Or do you not even know? I don't know. It just kind of evolved over time. Yeah. And then people just kind of find you based on what you've been doing for them and other people. Yeah. I've had like a lot of word of mouth and like just there's some good, I've won awards. (laughs) So that's been, uh, that's been a good selling factor. What, What kind of awards? I've won the best massage therapist and reflexologist in Markham for the past nine years. For the Markham Economist. How the fuck do you? I, I didn't even know that was a thing. I understand the yeah. award. Tell me, tell me how the award thing works. Well, like, you have how to get this... nominated. Okay. So, like through whatever the town of Markham or Richmond Hill, you get nominated for the, whatever services. So I got nominated, and then people voted for me to win. Right on. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that probably that probably gets a lot of people calling yeah. you up. Eh? Because then we get an ad, and then it says, and then people will be like, "We'll write a little thing." Oh, Fiona, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. you know. Well, you're easy to find now. By yeah. the way. <laughs> <laughs> no secrets now. <laughs> you want to know who we're talking to? She's the best massage therapist in Markham. Nine years running. <laughs> Where did we leave off? Sorry, I. you guys all can't see me, but I'm like multitasking and answering emails as we're recording. <laughs> so if I say something that doesn't make sense, it's because I wasn't listening. We, we left off with your question about how has your practice changed over the years? Oh, yeah. How are you, have you evolved? Yeah. yeah, and then Mark asked me a question, so totally cut you off. How, how have you evolved? Did I answer it? You, she probably did. <laughs> <laughs> she probably did. <laughs> Told you, I'm also answering emails. That's okay, that's okay. Yeah. No, I totally get it. Like, like yes, was it yesterday? We did a Thai massage thing. I really, I did it. I did a podcast with this dude from the states. He's a really cool guy. His name is Robert Gardner, and he does. He's huge with Thai massage and, and uh, mat based work. And just from doing that podcast with him and then seeing his stuff on social media, I was like, you know what? I want to check this out a little bit more. And then after just kind of looking at his stuff and some stuff for a day or so. I went and found a guy who teaches Thai massage in Toronto. <laughs> you found a guy. I found a guy who teaches. Well, I knew of him from okay. before. Actually, I've known of him for a while because Long time, he's, been, yeah. he's been teaching a lot of continuing education courses. And I shot him a message on Facebook. I'm like, "Hey, I wanted, I want to learn some Thai massage stuff." Have you done it before? This I perfect. had, I had a little bit of exposure to it. <laughs> In, Little bit. Yeah, that's how big the exposure was. You just know of the name Thai uh-huh. massage. Well. Like when when I was when I was in massage school, we had a project to do, and then one of the people that was in our group, we were gonna. She had done Thai massage before going to massage school, and she's like, "Let's do it on Thai massage." I'm like, "Sure, whatever, whatever you fucking sure. want. I don't care. Whatever if vote. if I don't have to do anything on this, that's even better." She's like, "Don't worry about it. I'll do it all, and you just have to lie there, and I'll do the demo on you." I'm like, "This is Perfect. fucking this is awesome." So that was the that was the, that was the little bit of exposure that I had, and then I saw all this shit that. Uh, 
not shit, but the stuff that uh, that uh, Robert Gardner was doing. So I found this dude who I know who teaches time massage. I'm like, hey, do you do you do one on ones? Like, I don't want to take a course because I teach on weekends, mm-hmm. and I rather do like coaching and mentoring than sit into yeah. a class of people. Yeah. That's just not my thing. He's like, sure, yeah, we can do that. And so then we went to his. His his place his his space and he took us through this whole thing, it was fucking awesome. But I would have never done that in my second third year yeah. after school. I would have had yeah. no fucking interest in anything. I like that I wanted to do it like years ago. The first time I ever had a Thai massage, I was like, "This is really cool." Because I'm super, even though I don't work out as regularly anymore, I love yoga. Like yoga yeah. never seems like a workout to me. I just no. really really love it. Um, it is a workout, by the way, for anyone listening who does yoga. I'm not saying it's not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying when I say it doesn't feel like a workout, it doesn't. It never feels to me like, oh, I have to go to the gym, or like it's like I'm excited to go to a yoga class. You know what's right? not appealing to yoga for me? Why I'll never get into it? <laughs> the fucking clothes. <laughs> I feel like I gotta. You be, don't have to I don't wear know, but anything I f- specific. I don't know. <laughs> I was like you don't have to wear anything. I'm like, uh, it's not that kind of yoga. <laughs> I feel like there's a whole there's a whole yoga culture that I don't want to try to break into. False. It just feels like false. I'm just saying there from the outside. People, well, it, like. and okay, so it's the same as the air quotes, gym culture, like it's the same idea. You don't have to fit into any of those things to go to the gym. You don't have to be the, you know, big muscle head with skinny legs to be in the free weight section, but that's how people feel. And that's why now there's all these gyms with like the women only or the quieter areas. So you don't have to be with the people who think they own the gym. It's the same with yoga. Like every yoga class I've ever gone to, there's yes, the people who come in. There's a whole thing. It's like, you got to have the right pants. You got to have the, you got to have the, Right water bottle no, and the headband or whatever oh, else. I've gone to yoga with like full jogging pants right? and a hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> Did they look at you funny? I probably <laughs> That's what I'm no. talking about. When you're in yoga, like the thing that I actually like about it, you're in a class with a whole bunch of people, but you're so focused on what you're doing. Nobody's looking at well, that's you. What the, that's really what, that is not. what the gym is like at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah, like right? you're so focused on you. Nobody, Nobody's looking at what you're doing. But well, that's anyway. That's the point anyway. Like, yeah. So the first time I got a Thai massage, I was like, I love this because it was it, it, it the way it was described to me. I'm like, yeah, it's exactly. It's like a lazy man's yoga. Like this guy yeah, was doing it for me. Was doing all yeah, of my yoga poses, poses. But yeah, he like, was doing oh, my, it. My heels are touching my head. Amazing. But now how do I get out of here? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I was really into it. And I think I probably would have done it years ago. And then it's sort of something that just got put on the back burner. And so when he brought this up, my initial reaction was like, what the fuck? Why aren't you taking me with you? <laughs> It was fun. Yeah, it was. And you've done this. I, can you can you give us? <laughs> we were rapping a little bit before we got on the mic about about Thai massage. <laughs> um, so my experience with Thai massage was in Thailand, and it was uh, a one day course as well too, because I was only there for a short amount of time. It's <laughs> the course I took. The instructors could not speak a word of English, and we had to put on these scrubs that were probably like 10 times the size of me so I had to roll down the rim <laughs> tighten it up and so I'm doing the massage my butt's hanging out <laughs> and my so my cousin had done the course with me just to keep me company because we were in the middle of somewhere in Bangkok and I had 
no idea how I was getting back. So I'm like, just come with me just to keep me company. It's not a massage therapist at all. So he's asking questions like during, like while they're doing the <laughs> instruction and their reply was, yes, <laughs> yes. So my cousin's like looking at me like, what the fuck does that mean? I go, I don't know. I'm like, I'll explain it to you after. And he's like, okay so then we're like i think they had a crush on my cousin too so then when they were like treating him they're really like really getting up into his leg and i'm like what about me like i I was was been walking all day too what about me so yeah so that was my experience of my time massage i would probably definitely (laughs) do another one where they speak english but it was interesting was it too like because because our instructor if we want to call him that yesterday it was yesterday, right? It was yesterday. <laughs> I was fucking lost. The only reason I know it was yesterday is because my body still hurts from the amount of. Work yeah, because he you was saying, like, me. if you if you get a Thai massage in Thailand, it's not fucking comfortable at all. No, he, he said, said it's you really are painful. always on that brink yeah. of of discomfort, pain yeah. constantly. It's like it, uncomfortable and awkward because you're just like, why is my body like this? Why <laughs> is my head twisted? Like, why are my elbows behind my head? Like, this is why are you? stepping on me like <laughs> I don't should my spine be going like you know I don't get it so yeah but it's three dollars Canadian for a full hour time so that, so yeah that's not? what he said he said that after he so he went to Thailand and he took a few courses yeah and he said the same thing where it's like you're not really sure what's going on in the course because no. one they don't speak English yeah. but two he said it was just like a person going through techniques and you're just sort of watching and following exactly. along. Like it's not like they I'll demo, demo you, you demo. Yeah. So you're <laughs> just, you're just doing it. Yeah. So he said, uh, he took a few courses and he said, but how he really learned was because it was so cheap. He said every single day he would go to a different therapist to learn different yeah. techniques and figure it out. And, and he took some courses in Canada after as well. But in Thailand, he said, I learned more from just going to all these these massages and figuring it out. I've had I've had a few massages when I was in Thailand because it was so cheap, but not one was ever the same. Never, like not even like like the main basic stuff. But I was like, oh, this person never did this on the last one, you know. So it's a it's a free for all of training. <laughs> you know what? I I actually feel like that it's getting the the massage culture is getting like that here mm-hmm. where you can go because the scope of practice is so wide. Yeah. Yeah. And then on top of that, you have a whole bunch of people that like, they, they don't even do work with you disrobed. It's yeah. just like all over clothes. Then there's a whole bunch of therapists that, you know, they're movement people. So everything is movement and exercise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, 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 I feel like maybe I just wrapped up in Facebook groups too much, then that's what I see. But no, it is true. There's so much variety now, so much variation from therapist to therapist. Yeah. It's not like what the public used to think massage therapy is. Yeah. It's no longer like everybody's doing, you know, effleurage. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's some people who don't use like oil or lotions yeah. at all. There's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... I have one massage therapist that I go to, like with one emergency when I need a massage, because usually I just go to see my like colleagues at work, and she always leaves me face down, like, and I was like, do she know never what? turns, she never you flips over? me over, and I was so then like, I'm like, well, how do I get her to like work on my face or my pecs or my quads, like you know? So I I have to be like, can you work on my? I have to like specifically say it, but like the last couple times she's left me face down. I find that very strange, considering we live in a society where majority of our life involves 
this position. Right. Exactly. By the way, if you guys can't see me, <laughs> I look really cute. <laughs> I was I was thinking that too. I'm like, they can't see you. I'm like, good job. I bet most people listening know they what I'm talking get about. They probably get You've it. got your arms in front of you. Your shoulders <laughs> are medially rotated. So your pecs are tight. You can barely like take a full breath in because your ribs can't fully expand. Like we're all caving in on our, ourselves. Yeah. So why on earth a therapist whose job it is to, you know, make you function better, why on earth they would be <laughs> continuing to elongate the muscles that are already long yeah. and leaving the tight ones tight. I don't understand. Yeah. So that's only when I need an emergency massage, but I'm like, why are you leaving me face down? What constitutes an emergency massage? If I, Well, usually after December, like working like mm-hmm. December hours. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. But I'm usually pretty regular. I try to go once a month, two months, two, every couple months. Nice, nice. Anything else? Like, what is it? You must have some weird shit that happens. (laughs) Uh, You must. Like erections? (laughs) That's a given. (laughs) But we have to go down that road because it's the unprofessional hour and it always ends up here at some point. It does. We always talk about like farts and penises at some point. So we already did the farts. So are we talking? Penis stories. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, there's been a few like erection stories i remember this one guy was like he was still face down and he was saying is it normal like if like people pee a little bit i'm like what no (laughs) what do you i'm like do you need to go to the bathroom and he's like no no i'm just i'm just asking and i was like okay so whatever we flip him over to like huge erection and it's a little bit like wet on the thing and i was like okay Uh, so he had a little bit of a he just wanted to like make sure sure that you knew that it might it 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 was pee (laughs) it was pee yeah (laughs) it was pee yeah it definitely was not pee (laughs) you look so so disgusting how how do you handle that scenario I just his eyes were closed. My I just did my massage, and I did yep. not even. I've I've had that exact same yeah. thing happen. I mean, he didn't say anything about it until yeah. after. Like d- when I turned him over, I you know obviously saw the erection. I obviously saw the wet spot. Yeah, I said nothing. I just said nothing, and I just continued working because he wasn't doing anything. His hands yeah. were where I could see him, so yeah. I said nothing. Yeah, hmm. I didn't want to bring it up if he didn't say, mention it. I was like, no. I don't notice it. <laughs> I feel like then you're just creating an awkward situation that doesn't have to be one. If we all just ignore it, let's, yeah, yeah, it's fine. It doesn't happen often, so. <laughs> when I was a clinic supervisor, one of the students, um, she had one client that would come like almost every week and same sort of idea, like he would get an erection on the table, but he was never inappropriate with her. Like he never did anything, but she came to me one day and she was just like, please, please book him with anyone else. She's like, oh. I just, I just don't want to deal with it anymore. I'm like, oh honey, you don't have to, but you know, good training. <laughs> I had my one friend was telling me she had this massage therapist she had to stop going to him because he would <laughs> he would rub his penis against her elbow this is the massage therapist to my friend who's the patient on the table oh, and Jesus. then he would he would come in close to her ear and like breathe deep in her ear and she's like this is getting really like she's like the first time I thought it was by accident and then she's like and the second time like he had done it again she's like I'm not going to see him again I was like yeah you're yeah, right no. you're not going to see him again like brush his your elbow across his penis I was like ew like what's wrong with people 
And Was, then, is your friend a therapist too? Or no, no, no. no. What yeah, is wrong with but people? But the deep breathing, like. <sighs> Are you okay? Should have sat on the chair. Should have sat on the chair. Oh, yeah. But that's really fucked up. Right? That's really fucked that up. That's really fucked because up. Because that dude is doing that to yeah. everybody. Oh, for sure. For sure. It's so jacked up. It's therapists like that that ruin it for everybody. Yeah. Just makes you wonder, like, how many therapists are like that like you know i've never come across any weird therapists (laughs) i've had some weird therapists as a client but But nothing like inappropriate no although i don't know if this would be considered inappropriate i don't know if i've ever told this story on here before maybe Uh (laughs) i had a therapist one time when i got on the when i got into his treatment room and he was looking at my file i had been to this clinic a couple of times before and he knew that I was a therapist. The reason I didn't like say that I wasn't because I actually sometimes don't like to tell people that I'm yeah, a therapist like when I'm going either. for a massage. The reason I couldn't lie was my clinic was very close to this. Cl- like some of the therapists there knew me. So I just said I'm a massage therapist. So anyway, he sees that I'm RMT as well. And he said, okay, while you're on the table, you shut up. Let me do my job. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> that was so uncalled for. Why so mean? So I, mean, I just, nice. yeah, I just stayed pretty quiet the entire time he was working because he told I, me to shut up. I know this story. Well, because you know who it is too. Because this oh. this guy took a course. He ended up taking one of our courses, <laughs> like years courses. after. And I was like, I remember saying to Mark, like when he was in the class, I'm like, I wonder if he remembers telling me to shut up. <laughs> well, you obviously do. Yeah, I I was really offended. I'm I, like, what? I would have been like, you know what? You know what? I don't need this massage that much. Thanks. Was it like a yeah. joking kind of thing, or was it was it like- really hard to tell? Like, it's not like he smiled or anything. He just said, "Like, <laughs> you just." He said, "While I'm treating you, you just shut accent? up." I feel like he would have an accent. It was quite like, thick. You'll shut up. <laughs> like almost exactly. I, were you there? <laughs> <laughs> I do massage. You'll shut up. Exactly. Exactly what happened. Not to me. talking. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I feel like the dude that when we were. Was it Niagara Falls? Why do I not have a memory? Was it Niagara Falls? <laughs> when we ha- we had right, yeah, it probably is. We had the couples massage. I feel like the dude that- was it the dude who was massaging me. The chick that was oh fuck. I think that I had a man treating me when we were in because I feel like whoever was massaging me, those the dude, the chick, almost did the same type of thing. Almost like just don't say anything, don't talk. I'll do everything. Don't Did she worry know you're about a massage it. Therapist too? I don't think so. I don't no. think we. Put I don't that think on that the- we put those on the forms. No, no. I think that I. Yeah, I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure I didn't say that I was a therapist because I feel like you get like a few different scenarios. Either yeah. you have like a therapist who then feels intimidated and feels yeah. like they have to prove themselves and that's annoying. Why? Or you get a therapist yeah. who um, like wants to talk to you about massage. Yeah, exactly. So wait, would you or you, would you feel intimidated or would you want to just wrap about massage? No. no. I've treated many therapists because I used to work in a clinic with... Um, it was a strictly a massage clinic yep. and we would all treat each other and yeah, no, I, we wouldn't talk shop. I didn't feel weird. No. I wasn't intimidated. No. no, but I've had those I scenarios. I have some like other massage therapists that come to see me, like, you know, but sometimes they're talking about like, oh, work on this, work on that. I'm like, <laughs> sometimes you do want to say shut up, but I don't say that <laughs> yes. to them. Like, it's like, <laughs> they're just basically, okay, treat this area, treat this area to them. I'm like, Okay, is there anything else you'd like me to do? Like, do you want me to, like, polish your feet too while I'm 
Yeah, you know what? I One time I was treating another therapist. She wasn't like demanding in any way. Yeah. But when I asked her like, you know, what specifically do you want me to work on? And I knew she was a therapist. So I knew like, you know, she'll tell me exactly. And she's like, just my neck and my quads. (laughs) That's a... (laughs) Cool, cool, cool. Okay, I'll do it like this. (laughs) (laughs) They can't see you. (laughs) Yes! Redemption. (laughs) I'm not the only person who does actions on the podcast. I, I, I like telling people I'm a therapist sometimes because they will take direction really well yeah. then. I feel like when I don't say anything and I request certain things, it kind of just gets lost a little bit. Yeah. Versus when I say, yeah, I'm an RMT, please, this is the only things I want you to do or this is where I want. And then they tend to focus well, on it. And that's, better. yeah, that was the other thing I was going to say. Like sometimes it does work out in your favor, but I know that I went for a massage one time with, she was a newer therapist. She'd probably been practicing seven months. She was actually quite good. But she, the entire time, talked to me about massage. Like when yeah. she was, she's like, oh, like your, your serratus is really tight. What? And like, it oh just, it almost felt too much. Like, I'm like, okay, I, I'm, I'm not confident. Yeah. Like I'm confident that you <laughs> know what you're doing. I don't think that I'm better than you. I'm also a fairly new therapist. Like, yeah. you know. I'm going to steal some of your techniques, actually. I like what you're doing. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I just, so sometimes I don't like to say anything because sometimes I don't want that. In your favor, yeah. yeah. I've, I remember I went to a spa downtown. I'm not going to say which one. And the she knew I was a massage therapist. And like, I had to be like, well, can you go a little bit deeper? So then she would go deeper for like a minute and then she'd go back to it. And I was like, oh, I don't want to have to keep asking her to go deeper. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like. Right, like not just the one section of my back. I want the whole back to be like go a little mm-hmm. bit deeper. But mm-hmm. so sometimes it works in your favor. Sometimes it works against you. Do you like Do you like this industry? Do you like this job? I do, I do. I enjoy it. Can you see yourself doing anything differently, or this is this is your job now uh, until you're like I'm done working? I don't know. There's other avenues I'd like to like try to get into. Like I do enjoy the massage, but I am really feeling it a lot now. So I've been doing it almost. 15 years I guess Mm -hmm. so but I'd like to get into like maybe some nutrition maybe some maybe even do yoga like teach yoga Mm -hmm. just to give my body a break too I don't know but I do enjoy the massage it's not stressful to me so you'd recommend this to like some hey I'm thinking about going into massage yeah for sure for sure I have a lot of people like some of my patients are like oh I thought about going into massage and it's like well you have to you know, you have to enjoy it. Like you can't just be mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm going to treat people, whatever. It's like, you're going to have to deal with a whole bunch of different personalities. And like, that's like most professions, issues. I think. Yeah. Like you yeah. have to really, really love what you're doing to do it yeah. well. Well, I think this is one of the, one of the major ones where you really yeah, have to Because you're touching work. people like, and people don't realize that. Like it's like yeah. when you're actually touching someone versus mm-hmm. the, like, yeah, you may do it once, but then when you're actually realizing how many bodies that you're touching, they're like, ew, you have to touch hairy people. Ew. Yeah. You have to touch like like big people. Ew. And I'm like, I'm like, so what? Like, I know. It's so different? funny. Things like, that don't you know? matter to, or things that we don't even think about. Yeah. Like with, since I started doing reflexology. Yeah. You know how many people say like, so Ew. you touch they're like, feet? They're like, are they all cracked and scaly? Do you wear gloves? I'm like, <laughs> I'm no. Like, no. I lick them too. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how I clean them. Like, what do you think? 
thing. Like, of course it's clean. You know? No, I like reflexology too. I enjoy feet. I like feet. But like, yeah, but some people are just so grossed out by it. Like, Yeah, I don't think there's, there's not a lot that grosses me out. Like I can. Well, yeah. somebody barfed on me, maybe. That oh, I just wanted out. to throw up when you said that. Hey, I take it back. Things <laughs> can gross me out. <laughs> Why would somebody barf on I don't know. I don't know. I Didn't just... we have someone that threw, that came on and talked about some throwing? Oh before? yeah, the last unprofessional hour we did seventeen years ago in in December. Yeah, um, yeah. Somebody she had somebody who was just getting over a sickness or something. Yeah. She said, and as she was treating them, the woman kept dry heaving, and oh. she's like, "I was a new therapist, and I didn't like. I felt like okay, we should stop the treatment." And the woman was saying, "No, keep going. I, it feels <laughs> like good." And she's out. like, "I I don't know." And she said, after like ten minutes of it, she's like, "I'm sorry, I can't." Like, I have to stop. Table? She never threw up. She was just, she continued to dry heave as oh. the therapist Ew, was treating just her. that sound, yeah. too. Oh, Ew, I'm, I'm not going to throw do up. it because it will make me throw up. And I don't want to throw up on your mic here. Yeah, don't, don't. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> but yeah, that would gross me out. Yeah, I, feel, I, I do feel like this is one of the careers that you really have, you have to. to love it. Exactly. Yeah. It's not, like, I have a friend who's a lawyer. He fucking hates his job. Yeah. He hates it. Yeah. But he's like, it's a good job. I, you know, I work Pays for myself. It, I, I, get, I make I make really good money. But at the end of the day, if he had the opportunity to do something else, he'd be like, fuck, I'm going to do something else. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Because you don't really get into massage for the money. No. You can make so much money you doing can, it, though. But you can. But I don't think I don't money. think it's I don't think most therapists get into it for the money. I know that a big pull for me was exactly what you said at the beginning. I liked the idea of working in a career where the people that I was working for, essentially my clients, they're happy to see me. Yeah. It's exactly. and and there's no homework. Yeah. I don't take work home with me. I'm yeah. not it's it is very non stressful. You come to work, you do your thing yeah. and you when leave. When you go home, you're not still doing work. Like, Other yeah. than my fucking laundry. Well that laundry. Yeah. This laundry that never <laughs> yeah. like I don't understand. I just washed so many goddamn sheets. Do you see my hamper out there? <laughs> How are there that many dirty sheets? I just washed them. <laughs> Oh, the laundry never goes away. You need a laundry fairy. Well, I had a I had a linen service when I worked Midtown Toronto, and I remember speaking to somebody and them saying that that doesn't exist in all parts of the city. No. So I guess you know, out here in the east, no, end, you can we get don't laundry get service here. Yeah, I'd have to be busier, but I've I really, like- I've really slowed down my practice, so I don't think it'd be worth it for me to pay for the service. I like doing sheets. I like folding. Shit. I like folding sheets. Like I that do. to me it's is very like therapeutic. Yeah. Like when you get out and you, and I'm I'm so OCD that I like to like measure like make the like corners and oh. fold it like nicely. I'm not I'm not that OCD. I like the, I like doing it. <laughs> but I do enjoy folding sheets. <laughs> it's your job now. Oh, it's all yours. I've been doing it the majority of the time. It's I enjoy. You folding. have not. You folded. <laughs> I wash them every week, and Washing's then I just. Washing's the easiest part. It's not like you're. It's not like you're there scrubbing. <laughs> you put shit into a machine, and you throw in some detergent. You close the lid. You press some buttons. You come back whenever. It deep yeah, yeah. Things. You skip and hop over the dirty sheets every week. I wash them. Then you folding fold shit. Them. I can. I can fold shit all the time. I dig that. I like it. I do. I have a funny story about folding, which is not even related to laundry. When you you're talking about the corn. I'm obsessive like that when it comes to my towels. I'm very, very particular about how my towels are folded. <laughs> and uh, one time Mark Sorry. decided to like do me a solid and fold the towels. And, uh, <laughs> and they were all like 
smashed. Oh, I almost had like a, an anxiety attack when I saw like I I've got like them, you know, organized by size, by color, <laughs> by like I came just... home. <laughs> my little daughter comes up to me and says, "Mummy says you fold towels wrong." <laughs> She tells on me every time because she saw me take all the towels that he had folded and put away out of the linen closet and, and refold them, them and put oh. them back. And she's like, what are you oh, doing? Oh, it goes both ways, though. Another time I came home, she's like, uh, Daddy, mommy dropped your black guitar. It fell on the floor. I love See? her. She tells but on she me But she won't every say time. when she fucking farts. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> She's keeping herself innocent. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely laundry is the only part of this job I could do without. So what do you what do you hate about this job most? There's got to be some, not hate's a strong word. What do you dislike about this career, this job? I think people who are demanding. Like, mm-hmm. like especially over, like Christmas time or like leading up to Christmas time. Like I'm already working like 10 hour days. Like yep. I've already extended my hours and I have... I've had people who are like, oh, well, you know, just can you just work after your shift and just squeeze me in? No. no. Like, or can you come in an hour early and squeeze me in? No. How can you come? In? No, I can't. I'm, and it's, I'm just learning to like, I love saying no now. I just like before, like when I was first starting, I was like, sure, no problem. Mm-hmm. I'll see what I do. I'll go squeeze you in working 11 hour day, come back in, work another 11 hour day. Now I'm like, no. You didn't book it in in on time. I'll see you next year. That's a, that's a huge problem for me is when I feel that people don't appreciate the amount that I because I do stay later for people yeah. sometimes. I do squeeze people in. I'll have days like today where I don't even take a lunch break. Yeah. You know, I see everybody back to back to make sure everybody gets in. So considering that most of my clients have been with me a long time, like I'm like you where yeah. I, do, I, you know, sure, I'll get new clients here and there, yeah. but I've got a really sort of small practice now of my people that I treat regularly. So when one of them like gets a little bit demanding like mm-hmm. that, I'm like, what the no, fuck? Yeah. Like the amount that I bend over backwards for you people and now you're asking for more. So as an example, I don't work Saturdays yeah. because we're typically teaching courses here. If it's a course that maybe there's a smaller class size, you know, less than 10 people, I might say to a client, you know what, you can come in just before the class yeah. or, you know, maybe on a, you know, like I'll, I'll try to be yeah. accommodating. But if we got a class of like 22 people, no, I'm not going to disrupt the class to, to take you in to treat. Mm-hmm. Um, but I constantly have the same people like. I prefer weekends. Can yeah. you come in on a weekend? Like they're the only client. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I mean, so and I stay, I stay late two nights a week. So I'm here. Like you want to come after work? I'm yeah. here. I'm here until eight o'clock. I, I've even stayed till 830 sometimes. I'm here. But yeah, when yeah. you're saying, oh, can you just come in on yeah. Saturday? I'm like the number of times I've told you I don't work no. Saturday. It's like, would you, would you go to them and be like, hey, can you, can you, can I get you to stay at your job? Exactly. Way, way past yeah, like your, do people exactly. ask their dentist it's, to it's do ridiculous. that? Exactly. That's that's what I feel like. It's the same thing. You wouldn't say that to your doctor. It's like I know you're not working at this time, but could you just come in just for me? No. <laughs> like, yeah. It's it's. So I had one. Up. I had one patient over the holidays, and like she's a regular of mine. I see her all the time. And her daughter was in town, and so that's why she was like, "Oh, well." She's went behind my back and she said to like our receptionist, she's like, oh, Fiona won't have a problem with it. Just like, just book it in. And then so the receptionist came to me and she's like, do you want to stay later? And I'm like, uh, no. 
absolutely not. I'm like, no, I don't care. That's even, it's a regular of mine. I don't know her daughter. Like, I don't want her to, yeah. you know. Well, and even assume. if you did, why, why do people think that we should have to work any more than them? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm already exhausted. It's like, you know, that's going to be a real good massage. It's like, here, I'll just... Here's my head. <laughs> I like, guess this is a headbutt massage today. <laughs> yeah, I find reception at a lot of places is just really fucked up that way, which I don't understand. It's like you don't own the fucking joint. You're not getting my 40 or 30%, whatever my split is. So what the fuck do you care if I'm going to see this extra person yeah. or whatever the case is? It used to drive me nuts. That's that's how I know I'm unemployable. I can't work for other people. <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. I don't want someone telling me this is what you have to do or this yeah. is what you want. This is what we want you to do no pressure wink wink pressure pressure yeah. i yeah. can't do so it you don't have to do it but if you would like to no i don't i'm good <laughs> yeah yeah no it's it's not worth it like it being accommodating is one thing if somebody really really needs yeah. it yeah um but always sort of making concessions for people just to please them if they really value what you do and they want to be with you they'll find a way to fit they'll within your schedule exactly. take a day off yep Take a day off. If you want to come see me that badly, take half a day off of work. Yep. <laughs> and I, I found that out all the hard way. Like I learned from being overly accommodating because when I first came out of school, I didn't work for anybody else. I opened yeah. my own place. Yeah. I, I, ha I had a, I had a partner who was a chiropractor and we just opened a clinic. And so it's like, well, fuck. I, no one's walking in. So yeah. any person that would have any interest, you come fucking, in, in, in. you hang on to that forever. And <laughs> seriously. And so if it's like, you know, this person's like, uh, can I get a 10 PM appointment? I'm like, yeah, because you, you know, in, in but, pink part, sparkly thongs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For real. But then once you start that, then it, you can't walk away from, it's yeah. really difficult to walk away I from I remember that. a chiropractor telling me this once um, because, yeah, in the beginning, I think that's normal, like that you just want to be accommodating and sure. want to have as many available hours because you're trying to build a practice. Exactly. So the first place that I worked, um, essentially the therapist that was there was moving out of the country. So I was walking into a fairly busy practice and I was going to be the only therapist there. It was in a mm -hmm. multidisciplinary clinic and I was just renting the room. Um, the person who owned the clinic said, you can run your business however you want. You work whatever hours you want. Like this is, this is your business within our clinic. Mm -hmm. And so in the beginning, yeah, I would, whatever you want, you know, 7 a.m. I'm here. Like I was just, I was super accommodating. And she said to me, um, I used to work evenings. I used to work weekends. I used to do this. And she said, at some point you realize you have to set your boundaries because mm -hmm. the more you give people, the more they're going to take. Like the more you say, yeah, sure, I'll come in on my off day, yeah. then people start to expect it. So when, uh, yeah, even just recently coming back to work, I started out with like not a real schedule. I kind of wanted to see what would work for me. And now I've got my very specific hours on specific days. And when a client says to me, oh, can you come on Wednesday? I don't work Wednesdays. Mm -hmm. And so I'll send them, these are my hours. Like find something in there. That's all I'm like doing. Like when I, when, I, when I first started, I used to love doing off hours. Like I had no responsibility. I had, I had no dependence. Mm -hmm. And so I would actually love to do things like 
really early morning or really late night or this weird weekend type of shit. And during normal business hours, I would just go do my life. That's when I would do laundry. Yeah, I would not That's like when that. I, I would do laundry. But, but <laughs> you fucking snorted for real. I thought you were joking when you said I might snort. Full on fucking just Sorry. air through the nose with the fucking rattle that makes this snort sound. You don't have to apologize. It's like a burp and a fart. Totally natural. Totally natural. But yeah, I used to totally dig doing like like weird type of hours. Yeah. I get that because I do like that. I love the fact that my job allows me some flexibility. So when I want to do things like go get a pedicure or grocery shopping or like even just shopping, right? Like any errands that I ever have to do, I schedule them during business hours. I like being able to do my oh, stuff yeah. when everybody else is Especially at work. Grocery shopping, is yeah. The best. I love going grocery shopping. Yeah, like at like eleven <laughs> o'clock in the morning in the middle of the week. It's amazing. I don't even know how people work like a fucking nine to five. Yeah, we went to go see the Thai dude, the Thai dude, <laughs> and we had to be at his place at like ten in the morning. And we are in oh, fucking tra- oh, rush hour traffic. traffic. And I'm yeah. thinking to myself, these motherfuckers do this day in, yeah. day out yeah. for year after year yeah. after mm-hmm. year. No wonder you're fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, I would go mental. I can't do th- I can't I do it. I couldn't. I used to, like, when I first started, I used to live in Markham and I worked downtown. Yeah. And I, like, it wouldn't matter if I left. If I left within 10 minutes or 15 minutes, I could be at work in 45 minutes or two hours. Yeah. And so I would go to work and it was dark and I would come home when it was dark. Yeah. Like, and I was like, I did that. I was like, oh, I have no life. Like I'm, and I worked in the basement of a clinic. So I was like, I'm literally <laughs> like, there goes my whole life. That like, is so just sad. Darkness. Oh. It's like, like a caveman, you know? You had seasonal affective disorder year round. Yeah. Yeah. And this is, this is doing massage? This was doing, when I very first started. Yeah. So, yeah, it's so important. One of my million jobs that I had. <laughs> What's the worst important. place you worked at, and what ma- and what made it the worst place? Um, one, I wouldn't say it was the worst. I just it was the most inconvenient because it was um, it was right downtown, and sometimes I would go down there. It was at a doctor's office, so there was a whole bunch of therapists there, and just to pay for parking was like. And sometimes I would get to the work and they'd be like, oh, two of your patients canceled. Okay. So I came down for one patient. And paid for parking. So essentially I came down here to make $20. Yeah. And then so I was like, so what am I going to do now? I have time to kill. So I'm going to go buy lunch, wasting more money. Like, you know, and then, and then I was like waiting for my patient to come around. And then sometimes the, like, it just was not. A good, yeah. It wasn't good. What made you feel like? Because I feel like a lot of a lot of a lot of people feel like, oh, downtown, downtown. Yeah. Was that was that a thing for you? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I thought it was like you know the downtown, like that kind of you know busy clientele. Yeah. Everyone's got the benefits. Everyone wants to use it, but it's like it's not always great. Like sometimes they're just using it just to use up their benefits. That's why like where I'm working, people come to see me even when their benefits run out. Yeah, like you know they're like. They need it. The it's, thrill it, of downtown wears off really yeah. fast. But that's the thing. It's such a weird kind of perception of this downtown Bay Street core type yeah. of thing. When I would much rather be in the fucking suburbs yeah. working with the blue collar dudes mm-hmm. any day of the week. Any day of the week. I'm with you. I, I don't agree. miss I don't miss downtown. I don't. I had a job. It was only once a week. It was very short lived. It was a contract I had. 
Um, I used to do like corporate work. Mm -hmm. So there was a few companies around the city where I would go there you know, once a week, once every two weeks. Like seated chair? And not not always. Sometimes they had a whole oh, okay. like room for me and I could, you know, set up a treatment room and the employees could come and get a, a massage. So I had one contract downtown, like right at Young and Dundas. And at first I was like, oh, this can is kind of cool. Can you explain Young and Dundas to everyone that doesn't know Times Square. Yeah. Because right now yeah. there's someone listening from South Carolina that's like, yeah. what the fuck is Imagine, yeah, imagine Times Square. Yeah. Like that's exactly. Young Did Dundas you Square. Down there so no. Suddenly? So at the time I was living at Young and Eglinton, my practice was at Young and Davisville. So it was on a day that I didn't normally work at my clinic anyway. And I would go down there. I think it was just a half day thing, but I would take the subway down and they kept my table there, which was nice. I didn't have to travel with that, but I'd have to travel with all my sheets and lotion and like everything else. Mm -hmm. So I had a rolling suitcase and I would take <laughs> the subway downtown and go do my corporate job at Young and Dundas. And when I first got this job, I was kind of excited. Like, yeah, the I get to go down. Yeah, I get to yeah. go downtown once a day and like even just going down there, I felt like the need to like buy the expensive coffee and you know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. it just, it's this whole different environment yeah. down right. there. It's like, I feel like, it's like yoga culture for me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like ants, like you're like an ant, like you go into the subway, you come out, you're rushing and then you go to, like, you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. you go yeah. and you do your job and then you're rushing to get the subway to go back home. And I was just like. I'm more stressed out traveling just to get to my job than to actually doing that. That's ultimately why I left. It yeah. was, it got to a point where people dig that. There thing. was always an yeah. issue. There's always an issue with the subway. And then, yeah, I just, yeah, it got to a point where I was like, I don't, why am I doing this? Yeah. Like it's, and for what? Like sometimes I'd go down there and like you said, I'd get all the way down there to find out, oh, two of my people cancel. Exactly. I'm coming down here to treat two people. Exactly. Because I usually only did like a half day. Yeah. So, you know, I'd maybe see four or five people. It was really, really, and sometimes it was just, yeah, I'd go down there for one half hour treatment. Yeah, like, why am I, I here? Too, and I why am I here? So I'm like, okay, I just spent $20 for how many hours yeah. here? Now I'm just going to go walk the streets. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I took the subway. <laughs> so where do you want to take uh, your massage therapy career next? Um, I think I want to take some more courses yeah. like, just to give my hands a break. <laughs> Maybe some... I would like to eventually take acupuncture, but it's down the road. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm like where I am right now. I might, I don't know what's where I'm going to be, but I'm enjoying it. Right on. Yeah. A little free spirit. I dig yeah. that. I like it because I can travel still, right? So that's a big important thing for me. Where's the last place you were traveling to? I was in New Zealand in what? November. Was that your first time there? First time. Tell me, awesome. tell me a little bit about wh what made you say, I'm going to New Zealand. It was actually, um, so I went with my parents and my, one of my longtime best friends. So we went, my dad turned 70. So it was like, we did a cruise. So it was like North and South of New Zealand. Yeah. It was awesome because you get a little bit of each place. Yeah. It was good. I would have liked to stay longer, but whatever. That's a vacation is a vacation. Yeah, really? Yeah. And it was good because it was like right in the middle of the busy season. So I was like, bye, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> and you're big with the travel, right? At least that's what I've seen a little bit on your social media, which I want to know about. So I want to know where that name comes from, your social media. <laughs> Finally, handle. we get to my question. <laughs> <laughs> um, my name on social media or on Instagram? Sure. 
is Ms. Fizzy Pop. And it's not really an interesting story. It's I had an old roommate who used to watch uh, Coronation Street. And one of the characters' name is Fizz. Her, her real name is Fiona. So I was like, hmm, how can I make this, like, more for me? <laughs> like, you know, so I came up with Miss Fizzy Pop. Wait, can you explain to me Coronation Street? And I'm going to, I know why I'm asking this. This is a CBC television yeah, show, right? So it's yeah. a Canadian broadcast two, two of my Two of my friends the used to only, watch it religiously. The only, <laughs> way, the only reason why I know this, I used to date a girl who had a cottage and I would always be up on Sunday mornings and there's they don't get fucking normal TV yeah, at the cottage. So the only thing they have is <laughs> CBC. So are you telling on... me you used to watch Coronation Street? Regularly? No, but I used to. <laughs> I used to see like Coronation. I'm like, what the fuck is this? But yeah. I would never bother because I'm like, I don't, yeah. I don't. Can you tell me what Coronation Street is about? It's like kind of like a British soap. So it's kind of like, <laughs> like, like yeah. it's exactly what it exactly. was like a British like soap a British opera. Soap. Yeah, it's kind of like Y and R, but like. So we in... were watching How I Met Your Mother recently, and they had <laughs> there was a show. I don't know if it's real, like a fictional show. I think that was on How I Met Your Mother called like Woodworthy Manor. I assume that's what Coronation Street is like. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, it's terrible. It, it's, it's really bad. But that, anyways, that's funny that the so the name. The reason I was so stuck on it is because like obviously you you were probably like one of the early Con Ed yeah. followers because yeah. you've taken some courses yeah. with Con Ed. <laughs> I've taken a few. <laughs> and so, I mean, Mark's typically the guy that posts, but both of us controlled Con Ed social media. So I would see oh, the Mr. comments <laughs> and the Yeah. And so I would see your comments and stuff. And I said to him one day, I'm like, who's Miss Fizzy Pop? I like that name. And he told me, I was like, oh, I remember her from the course. Okay. But I was always like yeah. fascinated with your name. Now yeah. I know where it came from. So Miss, yeah. So I just, I don't want to just be Fizz because that was a girl's name. So I was like, Miss Fizzy Pop. It's got a little bit of like, you know, cuteness to it. But <laughs> it's like the pop. I don't know. I like why it. I added the pop. <laughs> nice, nice. And I know you probably got to run to go train to box and shit. I just, I'm really curious about the travel because you don't seem to me like the type of person that says, I'm going to go sit at a resort somewhere and, and, and sip drinks with like umbrellas in it. You, Sometimes. You seem, you seem to me like the type of person. I like adventure. Yeah. I like, like adventure. I, I'm not going to lie. I see like some of your travel shit and I only have like one image that pops into my head and it's like Leonardo DiCaprio in that movie. What's that movie? Beach? Yes. Beach? That's, oh. the, that's the only thing that ever pops into my head and I don't know why. Yeah, because that's I went to Thailand and I, I did a Muay Thai camp like I that was another just bucket list of mine I'm never had any training I'm like I'm gonna go to Thailand <laughs> get the shit kicked out of me <laughs> kick some trees just for fun and I didn't tell like my mom until like like maybe three days before I was leaving and it was like after Christmas so she's like what do you mean you're going to Thailand what do you mean you're gonna go to a Muay Thai camp I'm like yeah it's happening like I don't know. I just, I'm like that. Your poor mother. <laughs> <laughs> she knows me now. She knows now. Like I would never do that. <laughs> no, you definitely would, would not. I don't have, I don't have an adventurous travel bone in it's, my body. Since I have known him. Okay. So about five years ago, I finally got him on board with, cause he's never had any desire to even go overseas. Like he doesn't want to go to Europe. Like he, I don't care. any, like yeah, he'll go, he'll go down South, like, I you know, shit all the time. What do I care? <laughs> but like literally no desire. Yeah. I finally had him convinced and we were going to go to Paris. Like oh, he was like, yeah, I'm going nice. to do this. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, oh. Then I got pregnant. Okay. Like we had this idea and I was like, yes, we got to start planning it now before he changes his mind. 
And then I found out I was pregnant and every single person I knew was like, don't go to Paris pregnant. Yeah. Like you'll regret no. every second of but that. But it's not even that. Then after after I started thinking it and I asked her, I'm like, can you just give me a rundown <laughs> of our Paris trip? Don't. Like, this tell makes me, me look really bad. <laughs> tell me tell me what we're going to do in Paris. And then she says this and I'm like, that, that doesn't sound like fucking fun. Like Eiffel Tower? I'm like, can you imagine me there just like waiting to just like leave essentially? No, he, get said, somewhere. he said to me, what kinds of things are there to do in Paris other than the Eiffel Tower? Because everyone knows the Eiffel Tower. The and it was sort of like, he exactly. Yeah. That's exactly the only thing I said. I was like, I don't know. There's like museums. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, a lot of walking, a I, lot of art. I walk into somewhere and I look at some shit and I'm like, Okay, so when can I go now? Like that's what yeah. it that's what it'd be like. So- and the hype to like because I went I went to Paris a long time ago and the hype to see like Mona Lisa, like you know, you're like the lineup just to get to see her. And then when you see her, you're like, That's it? Like I saw it on the she, internet. She didn't look like that on the Da Vinci code. She was a lot bigger, like, you know. So I get that. And it was just I was just trying to think of a place where like, you know, maybe it is romantic, but like Yeah. I don't know. Well, we never ended up going. <laughs> Maybe someday. Maybe someday. No, he's not. Uh, definitely doesn't have a travel bug at all. Like we've traveled to. Don't get me wrong. I like to be on a beach. Yeah. And I like white sand, and I like the smell of like suntan lotion and shit like that. <laughs> right. Like that's that 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 I enjoy. I'm a creature see, but, of habit. See, but that I way. do. I, I do as well. But that's and, about and- it. Yeah, like I mean, even I'm, if I go to an island, I don't want to. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to be in local shit. <laughs> the local people don't want to be in the local shit. They want to get out. Why am I going there to be in the local? <laughs> I'm kidding, but no, oh, I'm not. Man. I mean, when you compare, because like my parents from Trinidad, when we went to Trinidad, we were right in local shit. Yeah, what yeah, did yeah. you like better, that local shit, or did you like fucking when we were in? Dominican Punta Cana. That is not fair because See? you hadn't been back to Trinidad since you were, I don't know, 10. Yeah. So we had to go visit every long lost yeah, family yeah, member yeah. that you ever had. So we spent our entire 10 days there going to this person's house and this person's house. And that. So I saw a lot of houses. Maybe you guys, maybe it's you guys are due for a vacation. It sounds like it. I, I think so. Yeah, I think Miss Fizzy Pop has a point. <laughs> I think for me, Con Ed I, keeps like, us busy. I like to travel just to, like to break up the working like mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to just be constantly go to work like come home and work like I need I work so I can go on vacation yeah like, totally. that's my that's my mentality but we were that's always a cool uh, two vacation a year like that was sort of what we always did two a year and Last year was the first year we didn't. Yeah. yeah. So you're right. But I'm, a, I'm, I'm a road tripper. Road trips are fun too. I'm a because yeah, I love I love like even driving. Like driving to the states. Yeah. 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 That's fun. We used to I used to do that as a kid. We used to go to PEI. Oh man, fun. for a long weekend. Yeah. Speaking of getting ready to leave, one time we went to PEI. I took him to Anne of Green Gables. We were with another See, couple. The dumbest <laughs> shit ever. It was so funny. The like his reaction. His reaction to Anne of Green Gables. He's like, "Who oh. is this?" little girl why do i care why am i here this this, this is would be this would be paris for me like why am i fucking here what am i looking at can we just get the hell out of here totally missed this guy oh no 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 but the best part the best part was the the japanese tour bus there was a tour bus they're always there there was a tour bus there and one dude at the tour bus is like no 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 please dressed up as anna green game no 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 no. no. so it was this uh whole tour bus full of uh japanese tourists and so his wife or he said to uh, his wife said to him like uh what time are we leaving i guess she meant like what time is the bus taking off and he looked at her and he's like as soon as possible (laughs) he was he was so done with that's how i felt 
I've, I've, fair. I felt his pain. Fair. That's fair. It's not for everyone. Yeah. And that would be me in Paris. That would be me in Rome. Like, when are we going? I'm like, I, this is boring. Yeah. Like, he doesn't care about, like, architecture or, yeah. you know, the pretty streets or what, like, stuff that I would be like, wow, this is so different from what, like, I'd even go for the food. <laughs> yeah. Totally. And I'm not a food guy. I don't know. <laughs> Although I mean, we, did, we did go to Epcot like, one time and just go to the Italian pavilion, eat gnocchi, drink sangria, <laughs> and go home. That was the most expensive meal we've ever had. We paid a hundred dollars to get into Epcot to get drunk in the Italian pavilion. Hey, and go whatever, whatever works. But a, a big part of me with that is like, I think Canada has so many fucking cool places. Yeah, and so true. before Absolutely. I hop Even on a plane Ontario. and go, exactly. Even Ontario. But again, okay. So I agree. I agree with you there that there's so many places like in Ontario and in Canada that we can see. But I think that you and I appreciate different things. So for example, just driving downtown yesterday, um, it's always fascinating to me to drive through Toronto because I realize there's still so many parts of the city yeah. that I don't even know. Yeah. So we were driving through one part of Toronto and I, and he was saying, I really dislike this part of the city. Like, this and I said, to me. and Where I said, okay, I, I get it. I'm only not saying it to not offend people. Oh, okay. And I said, okay, yeah, I get idea. it. It might not be the nicest part of the city, but I was like, but look at these like super old houses. Like there's charm and whatever. He's like, fuck charm. This part of the city sucks. <laughs> like, you know, he it's just, depressing. so that's why when it comes to like, I mean, it travel, didn't help that it was like cold and yeah, wet. And- and everything else but even if it was like sunny skies I'd be like this fucking part of the city sucks no but see I (laughs) I appreciate so many of those things like I was looking at one house that had like these I don't even know what they're called because I'm not an architecture person but like on their front porch like the like arches Mm -hmm. and I'm like that's cool like you wouldn't that doesn't happen like people builders don't do that so I was like oh that's really cute and he's like nope nope yeah so yeah yeah, I can all, all architecture fuck it (laughs) <laughs> See, and I would think it's cool. Two of my friends right now are in Italy and like looking at her Instagram photos, like it's yeah. just beautiful. Just like just- if I wanted a cobblestone, I'm going to just go. Montreal? Yeah, not even much. I'll go to old Quebec City. Bang. I love Quebec City. I can get what I want I like behind Quebec that City. fucking wall and, I, and I'm good yeah. to rock and roll. Yeah, it's kind of. And everyone will look at me really funny because I'm not even trying to speak French. <laughs> Sorry, not even funny. Very snooty. Paris is worse then. Oh, man. See? I can't do it. I can't do it. I don't know. To me, there's sometimes something fun about just being a little bit pretentious. (laughs) 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 Unbelievable. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Look at me sitting here in my jeans and baggy t-shirt. There's nothing pretentious about me. I have little boy hands. I have no makeup on. I don't think I've... I heard that. Don't think I've not had a ponytail in probably since we've met. <laughs> like, I'm not pretentious. But you own a yoga outfit, I bet. I do yoga. Oh, my God. <laughs> Enough with the yoga. You just want pink sparkly thongs. <laughs> I'm going to... Just admit it. I'm going to Google where Amazon to find Amazon Prime. I'm going to find them. <laughs> I'm going to find them. That's the deal. Right on, right on. Anything else you want to rap about? I know we probably stole you away from your training to oh, go kick some ass. It's oh, late. Yeah. yeah. Late. I've got to head out. All right. Well, thank you very much for hanging. It's always good seeing you. Thank you for having me. Cool, cool. Well, you guys have been listening to two massage therapists, but there's three of us here. I'm Mark. I'm Amanda. Fiona. <laughs> Fizzy Pop. This is Pop. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>